Toronto Police Association President John Reed, who attended the funeral for Constable Hong last week and came out of that funeral, you know, demanding that the government actually do something to help police do their jobs. And the question being asked is, you know, when's enough, actually enough in this city when it comes to gun crime? You know, we just buried this police officer who was assassinated, getting a coffee. We've had this nonstop string of shootings this week alone again. Wednesday, there was a daylight shooting between two drivers that uh, would lead police on a chase and then a suspect trying to run across the 401 to escape because that's always safe. You know, and of course, it's followed by, um, well, it's actually followed now by a lot of shrugged shoulders because it's just we've become so desensitized to it. But generally, you know, you get the thoughts and prayers from politicians. We get the typical, this is not acceptable, and then nothing changes. You would think that the assassination of a police officer would actually be the breaking point, but it's already in the rearview mirror, which is shocking and should be shocking, if not disappointing, because we're just five weeks away to an election where you would think gun crime should be the number one issue, and yet it's not a conversation. Let us bring John Reed into the conversation, president of the Toronto Police Association. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Hey, good morning, Alex, and thank you very much for having me on. Well, I mean, we've got to keep talking about this because it's clearly not a conversation, um, you know, when it actually needs to be. What is the fallout? Um, You know, it's been a week now, and certainly the grieving doesn't stop. um, uh, But, you know, how are the members feeling at this point? In relation to Andrew's death, there's still, uh, quite honestly, a lot of our members are stunned. The fact Mm -hmm. that an officer... You know, police officer, full uniform, middle of the day, in a public restaurant. Um, it was murdered the way he was. Is just, it's unbelievable. And I've, I've said this over the past, you know, unfortunately, Toronto uh, is now becoming, or has become now, numb to gun crime, as you mentioned earlier. You know, I really thought I would have uh, heard something before. Uh, if you recall, we had a, um, a young 12-year-old boy who was killed up mm-hmm. in Rexdale by a stray bullet. Mm-hmm. And, and With I, his and mom, carrying groceries. With his mom, yeah. yep. Where's the public outrage? And we need that. We really do. Well, I I thought we'd get that outrage, you know, maybe when the Raptors parade was shot up or maybe when the two little girls playing in a a playground were shot, you know, you keep thinking that we're going to get these moments that, okay, finally, this will be the moment when people act. Um, And again, we get the the sound bites, but we don't get anything else from that. And I think it's concerning because there's no leadership on this and there doesn't seem to be any urge for leadership. I mean, the prime minister didn't comment on this. The premier issued a statement. And so, um, you know, the shock and the the grief will linger for some time. Um, But is there anger? Um, Is there a frustration? Is there any belief that there will be a moment of enough is enough? Well, I really think our members want to see some something done. They want to see uh, some change within the sentencing um, structure. Uh, I know recently there was an article, I believe today or yesterday in the paper, in relation to a uh, 50-year-old female that was convicted of trafficking uh, 25 handguns that brought them over from the U.S. Right. Yep. in the gas tank of a car. And she mm-hmm. received, received a 10-year sentence. And that was I shocking think is, to me, by the way. Know, shocking. Yep. But, but that's, you know, that's at least in the right direction. Um, you know, these yeah. guns, these 25 guns, that's 25 possible lives are going to be taken with those guns, if not more. And our members are out there each and every day. And we're taking guns off the street every day. And it's, it's become so common now um, that the media doesn't really pick up on it anymore either. Mm-hmm. But the carnage of the rolls out is just unbelievable. And our members are left picking up the pieces each and every day, you know, which is, you know, it's our part of our function. But to have to do it over and over and see no change is absolutely not uh, 
not tolerated. Yeah, and to your point, I I, um, I read that article. It was in the Toronto Star of this gun mule, uh, a woman, a single mom, um, who obviously got roped into doing this kind of work of transporting gums, tried to play dumb on it and said she didn't know what was happening. But again, it's clear, I think, that the judge is either trying to send a message, um, you know, in giving this kind of, of sentence. It'll be interesting to see if it actually is a continued theme. Um, it should be. It's only one thing that needs to happen. There's such a, a myriad of things, um, John, that need to actually happen other than changing bail reforms, changing sentencing, et cetera, um, you know, with investments in the community, you know, mentorship programs. There's just so much that needs to happen that should have happened before. Have there been any conversations since the funeral of this officer that give you any indication that um, that, that things are about to change? We are getting a new chief, Myron Demkew. Um, you know, he's got lots of experience. But have you heard behind the scenes? Is there any chatter that finally now things will will happen? Well, I've heard nothing new in kind of the background. Um, I can tell you, like, the officers across Ontario, across Toronto, across Canada are out there doing our job. We're, we're arresting people. We're putting them before the courts. The courts have to stand up and do their bit. You know, we need the judiciary to look at the impact this is having on the public. And if you look at the day Andrew Hong was murdered, you know, yeah. Andrew was uh, murdered that day. But also there were members of the public that were driving around, one gentleman driving along, minding his own business. His life has changed forever. Uh, mm. The other gentleman that was murdered at the um, uh, garage and was uh, the owner, plus I think one of his employees, another one was shot. This, mm. it, it can't stand with the public. The public has to make sure they demand change from the government. They have to demand change from the judiciary to have a look at it. And I think when you look at the judiciary, they look at these sentencing from the point of view of specific deterrence, which is targeted at the individual, but also general deterrence. And I think that's where these sentences have to be heavier from the point of view of letting the general public know, if you want to uh, pursue gun crimes, gun trafficking, you will be going to jail for a long time. Yeah, look, I hear from the public. I've talked to the public. I've talked to more than my share of mothers whose sons have been killed by gun crime and and, and been caught in the hail of crossfire that that they just happened to be quote in the wrong place at the wrong time and again no they weren't they should be able to go out in public without worrying about being shot so i hear the frustration from the community it's just that no one in a leadership role seems to be picking up the cue to do something and so you can come on here and demand reforms these people in the community can have rallies and um you know march and demand change but there's got to be a will from those in charge and as you know you're up against a lot of politics and a lot of activism that seem to want to go the other way. Absolutely. And one of the things we've been doing, we've been engaging since uh, actually March 27th, 2001, where we had two officers stabbed uh, yeah. after they intervened in a bank robbery. And one of the yeah. individuals stabbed, uh, one of the officers, was out on bail before the officer was out of the hospital. And to me, that was deplorable. And, and moving forward from that point, we actually decided we're going to move forward with bail reform and pushing it as a larger issue. And we've actually joined with the Canadian Police Association to bring it to the federal level, because really that's where the, the laws need to change. And that's where we need the change mm -hmm. exacted on the criminal code. Yeah. And at the federal level, they just keep pushing the gun bans of legal owners. And again, it's a very ideological push. It scores points politically, but it is it is and should be seen, I think, by people in Toronto and other cities with gun crime as, a, as an insult because it absolutely does nothing. But as you see, politicians keep kind of buying into this because it's it's the easy solution that does nothing. Yeah. And, and the public has to understand that the majority of these firearms that are used in these criminal acts 
are actually um, smuggled U.S. guns, right? They're not from the legal gun owners, but they're smuggled guns from the U.S., uh, which are brought across like this lady um, who had the 25 in her car, you know, and there's no excuse. I don't, you know, I appreciate she may have some life issues, but there is no excuse for that. And I believe harsh sentences and even harsher are the one of the ways to communicate to people that this will not be tolerated here in Canada and it has to stop. Well, it has been sadly too long, and you're right, it does have to stop. And um, again, as we are crawling towards this election, it should be the number one issue right across Toronto and the GTHA. And uh, again, I hope this conversation gets started soon. We'll keep talking about it, John. Very much appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Alex. You have a good day. Thank you. You too. That is John Reed, president of the Toronto Police Association. I, I would love someone to talk about it. I mean, we're having a whole whole one debate for the election with the mayors. I think three or four of them have been picked. Um, again, it likely won't get much coverage, but it, why this is not, um, you know, being, you know, it's almost like those in charge don't have to take charge because what are we going to do? I can rant and rave on air all I want, uh, but I'm the, you know, I can't be the only voice. And, and again, they want to go with the easy solution and not the solutions that will actually um, get action. So we'll continue to follow it.